What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are now tuned into the In Game Grind podcast. This is episode 14. And uh, on today's episode, we're going to be getting into Fairy Tale. Um, yeah, th- this this is going to be kind of an interesting episode for me, at least, to talk about. But we'll get to that in due time. My name is Jason, and as always, I am joined by my friend and my homie and the VIP. I said VIP, the CEO of the Gaggio Fan Club. Chris, tell the people what's up. Actually, I'm only the uh, I'm only the vice president. Uh, the president of the club is Jamie. Ah, yeah. Well, Common mistake, though. Common mistake. Well, um, I, I I feel as if I have to preface this by saying this. I don't want to say this is gonna be a review, but this could very easily turn into a review. <laughs> So, uh, I'm gonna just say, if you have not seen the fairy tale anime, or you plan on picking up the fairy tale game, uh, and you care about the story, and, you know, not being spoiled, I would suggest you click away, because we, I, at least I am going to have to talk about a lot of stuff that happens in order to talk about how I feel about this game, and we are going to give you time to leave you should be gone you have been warned and we're going okay so chris yeah what what do you think i'm enjoying it so far um the only real complaint i have the fact that every now and then you will get um, slight chuggage um, in handheld. Um, you uh, don't have access to the English voice acting, which is very sad because I fell in love with the English voice acting of Fairy Tale. Um, and the graphics are kind of poopy, but I mean, it's a Switch game, so it's okay. Um, but it makes me think how the PS4 version and the PC version look. Uh, I did not think it was going to be an RPG, number one. I knew it was going to be an RPG, but I didn't think it was going to be a turn-based RPG. Uh, I thought it was going to be a free battle type of thing, but that's okay. Um, hmm. That's about it for me right now, because I haven't really gotten too, too deep, because I've still been playing Ghost. Ah, okay. And I'm trying to, like, low-key 100% it, but I'm not trying to 100% it. Ah, okay. Well, uh... Uh, you go ahead, because the funny thing is, like, I already know everything about the story, so everything is just kind of like, oh, it's a fun interactive story. That's part of of my issue. Yeah. So, I'm gonna start off by saying this. I... When it comes, I knew this game was a turn-based RPG, which, to be honest, is the only reason I got it. Because, like Chris said, it we already know everything that's going to happen because we've seen the anime. So there's no need, like, the story is not really something that's going to be, you know, grabbing me. However, when it comes to turn-based RPGs, especially turn-based JRPGs, there's really only three things that I need, personally to keep me invested. That's good characters, a good story, and good combat. That's all I need. 
And unfortunately, this game only really delivers on one of those. And I've, I came to a realization that in 23 years of life, I have never been this conflicted on whether I'm enjoying a game or not. Like, I have never actively sat down, played a video game, and thought to myself, am I really having fun until I played Fairy Tale? So, I wanted to do like a compliment sandwich type of thing where I talk about something good, then talk about the bad, and then end it off with good. But for me personally, there's not enough good to even accomplish that. So it's mostly gonna be not really like a compliment sandwich, it's more gonna be like disappointment nachos, where there's like just an abundance of chips, but like there's a minuscule amount of like queso. And the good things about this game are the queso. So I'm, I'm gonna just get this out the way. The pros of this game, the combat, I always appreciate a turn-based JRPG whose combat finds a way to be interesting. Like I've said on many occasions at Tokyo Mirage Sessions, to me, is the most fun like combat system in any turn-based RPG I've ever played. Like right up there with Final Fantasy V and Octopath Traveler. But um... I really enjoy Fairy Tales combat system just because of the kind of the Tokyo Mirage session esque team up sessions where you can, you know, I like how you can awaken and ambush other people's turns and just stop them from attacking. I like how everyone's already got like powered up forms that let them do other stuff. I love that. Like I have really no complaints about the combat except for the fact that all the attacks are like area based. And I wish that, um, I don't have a problem with them being area based, but I do wish you could turn and uh, like you could decide what area you're wanting to hit. So like, if, oh, you could like rotate the, yeah, uh, the like, boxes. Yeah, I, I wish that too. Because if it's like in an L shape and if I like <laughs> turn it 90 degrees, it would be perfectly what I need. And I really wish you could do that. But um, aside from that, that is really the only gripe I have about the combat. Everything yeah. else is kind of up in the air for me. Like, okay, so let me let me get into it. One thing I absolutely fucking hate in turn-based RPGs is when they introduce a character to you, allow them to join your party, and then rip that character away from you. That happens almost every five minutes in this game. Like, you will literally be in between story arcs and you can have the team that you want, your dream team of whoever you have available to use. But as soon as you go back to the story, all those people leave and you use who they want you to use. Or if you're even if you're not in the story and you're just doing side quests, they force you to have certain people go with you, which I get is to keep the continuity between the game and the anime similar. But I feel like that's something they didn't have to do. And it kind of it kind of fucks with my immersion of the game because it's like the whole reason I bought the game was on the premise of like, I can take my five favorite fairy tale characters and go light the world ablaze. And I have not been able to do that. And I don't know if that was me 
uh, just kind of not understanding what this game was going to be or this game just being confusing in the way they decide to introduce characters. Because in most games, like uh, for example, there are a lot of games where somebody will show up early and they'll be a part of the story, but maybe it's not until later in the story where something significant happens that they join their, they join your party. But when they join your party, they're there. Like you can equip stuff to them, all of that, they're in your party, there's nothing to worry about. In this game, they don't do that. They let the character join your party, and it'll have them as a guest. So they're joining your party, but you don't even get to pick their actions. They just do what they feel like doing. And I actually ran into a situation where the character kept using like the most expensive spell they have, and about halfway through the arc I was using them, they had no mana. And I had to keep burning mana, uh, mana potions on this character just for them to just shit it away and, and just use it again. And I just don't enjoy that. But I put up with it because it was one of my favorite characters. And I was under the assumption that once this was all over, they would be able to be a character I could use whatever I want. And of course, they were not. That's my, that's one of my big issues with this game. Uh, like, and, and I'm glad you went first. Cause like I said, I feel like you're going to say something that's the complete opposite of what I experienced. I actually experienced the game running better in handheld mode than dock mode. Hmm. I, uh, I realized that especially, okay, first things first, before I get into this, let me just explain. The biggest disservice that Koei Tecmo did for this game was not having the game in its entirety locked at 30 FPS. When you are in the overworld map, it is locked at 20 FPS. When you are running around the world, it, uh, it fluctuates between 20 and 30 FPS. When you're in battle, it's a 30, it's, it's at 30, but it's not locked at 30, it fluctuates. So if something crazy happens or a big, like really, you know, flashy attack happens, you will drop frames. And literally the only thing that looks good constantly is the pre-rendered cutscenes, And I mean, they're pre-rendered. They're supposed to, you know, but um, back to the point, uh, I found, I feel like Fairy Tale ran better handheld because I was noticing the load times, especially on handheld mode, were significantly shorter than they were on uh, the docked mode, which I was very confused about. And I realized this might be because in handheld mode, games on the Switch can only run at a maximum of 720 uh, or 720p, but when they're docked, they're running at 1080. So I was like, maybe the game is trying way too hard to run at 1080. And maybe since it's only running at 720 on uh, handheld, some of those other resources are being allocated elsewhere, which is why I'm not getting as much chugging. I'm not getting as much uh, frame drops and whatnot. But I'll be honest, if you if you feel like getting this game, do yourself a service. Get it on PC or PS4. Yeah. This is legitimately the first time I'm ever like, fuck, I wish I didn't get this game for the Switch. Um, which leads me to my third point. This is not a $60 game. 
No. This is not like if this game was 30 or even $40, a lot of the critiques that I have of this game, I would have been willing to let slide. But when you walk into a GameStop or you go on Amazon or wherever you get your games and you look at the $60 games and you see Astro Chain and Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild and Smash Brothers and you see all these full price games. And then you see Fairy Tale. It's it's not a sixty dollar game. It I genuinely believe this game should have been thirty dollars. If it was thirty dollars, I, I probably would give this game about a seven out of ten. But uh, if you have not picked this game up and you're planning on it, I would say give it a couple months because I feel like it will be thirty dollars after a while. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you look at some games like Trials of Mana, Trials of Mana was $60. I was going to pick it up when it dropped, but I didn't. And now it's 30 bucks. So I'm glad I didn't. Um, Huh. Uh, Too many load screens. Way too many load screens. Um, And again, I feel as if this is a Switch issue. Uh, I I feel like if I played this on PC where I had this game on an SSD, I wouldn't be running into nearly as many load screens, but I can only speak on what I'm experiencing. On the Switch version, I, shit you not, I timed one of the load screens. The initial load screen just to start the game lasted four minutes and 16 seconds. Jesus. There were some pretty brutal load screens and there were some that were just they they don't break your immersion they like shit on your immersion like there was one where i was on tenro island and i ran into an enemy and i had a two minute loading screen just for the battle to start i only had like two people in my party and i'm like really also uh there were a couple uh when i say a couple i legit mean two uh two situations where I ran into a loading screen of death where it was just an infinite loading screen that I had no choice but to go to the switch homepage and close out the game and open it back up for it to work again. Jesus, which by the way, fairy tale has an auto save feature, but it only auto saves after certain things. So it just so happened that this happened to me while I was grinding outside missions. And I had about 10 missions that I did that didn't end up saving. And that kind of killed my enthusiasm to play anymore that particular day. Um, Like I said, the graphics, I'm not going to harp on them too much because it's a switch. It's a switch game, but kind of by the same thing, this game was made by Koei Tecmo and they are no strangers to developing games for the switch. Uh, Just to make sure I wasn't tripping. I played uh, Fire Emblem Warriors which Koei Tecmo also developed for the Switch. And that game runs at a... That game is locked at 30 FPS and plays phenomenal. So there is literally no excuse for Fairy Tale to run the way it does on the Switch. There's absolutely no... There's absolutely no reason. I have about 20... I have about 20 hours in this game. And after about 20 hours... I realized the unfortunate truth about this game, in my opinion. I feel like this game was just a cash grab. 
And I hate saying that because it's almost as if to imply that there's nothing good about the game, which isn't true. Because I will always give credit where credit is due. The, the combat system is phenomenal, but Jesus Christ, everything else, all signs point to fuck it, just get something out there. And I have three main points of, to back up why I'm about 80% sure that this is just another example of a big name franchise getting a half-baked game that sells for full price as a cash grab to take advantage of a fan base's love and passion for said franchise, you know? Um, number one, the story. There's a lot of ways you could tell a story in video games. You could start at the end, show people how it ends and work your way up to that point. You could start at the beginning and work your way all the way through and have a natural, you know, progression you know, climax and, you know, all of that shit. This game doesn't have any of that. Like, just to put this in perspective, the game starts immediately at episode 146 of the anime. Yeah, it really does. It doesn't even start at the beginning of that arc. It literally starts at the end of an arc. And they literally put it in there just to introduce the main villain that you will not even get to fight because the game doesn't go that far. So, number one reason I think this was a cash grab is because if you have not seen Fairy Tale or read Fairy Tale, you won't know what the fuck is going on. Like, do you remember back in school when your math teacher would they they would explain why you need to show your work on a math problem and say that like even though the teacher knows the answer is right, you need to know the answer is right and you need to know how you got to that conclusion so that anybody that sees your work can clearly see how you came to this conclusion. <clears throat> this game doesn't do that at all. This game legit says if you haven't seen fairy tale you won't know what the fuck is going on because it's one thing to just start the story at weird fucking places but they even have goofs and gags in there that you would not catch unless you've seen fairy tale because they happen before the point where the game even started point in case you go to tenro island and you're approached by the celestial spirit king right that whole arc already happened. Because we've seen the show and we have context of everything that happened, we understand. But now imagine you didn't see Fairy Tale and they tell you, you need to get ready for this tournament and you have three months to do it. But this guy throws us a party in another universe where time moves faster, so we get back in three months has already passed, so now we can't train. That sounds dumb as hell. Like... And then you gotta turn around and meet some dude named Fernandez, and he ain't even Hispanic. And, and the crazy thing is, it's not just with the story. Like, there's certain dialogue in the game that doesn't even stay true to other dialogue between other characters. So for example, right? There are a lot of characters have these things called uh, team ups. And the way you power those up 
is you get to a point where these characters talk to each other in the overworld and they have conversations that basically raise their friendship with each other. Lucy and Gajiel have a conversation. Excuse me. Uh, Lucy and Gajiel have a conversation where Lucy says, Hey, I asked Natsu this and he was so weird about it, but I guess it's maybe just a Dragon Slayer thing. Why don't you guys just eat whatever you make? Like, Natsu makes fire, why can't he just eat that fire? Or Gajiel makes iron, why can't he just eat that iron? And Gajiel freaks the fuck out because you're not supposed to ask a Dragon Slayer that. That's like asking a Power Ranger, why does shit blow up when you morph? Like, you're not supposed to ask, it just happens. It just comes with the territory. Which is true, because in the show, that's a continuous bit. It's a continuous yeah, it's bit. Like a, it's like you don't... It, <laughs> It's like you're pooping. You don't eat your own poop. Like it's it's just a weird fact and dragon slayers just abide by it. But the weird thing is There's another feature in the game where you have to rank up characters in the guild house and every time you do, there's a character animation. Like that basically is their own personal like, you know, victory screen or whatever. Natsu's is making a wave of fire and then taking a bite out of it. You just showed me a whole cutscene talking about how that's the most taboo thing a dragon slayer could do, and then he does it every time he ranks up. Like that doesn't make that inconsistency, that lack of attention to detail in the writing and shit like that is what makes me feel like they just wanted to shovel something out with fairy tales fucking name on it. Also, I don't know if you've noticed this because I don't know how far you got. There's a certain point. There, there are a lot of points in this game where an important character will talk to a non-important character and the important character's lines will be voiced. But the non-important characters won't. Oh yeah, they'll just go, mm-hmm. No, they mm. don't even do that. Oh, it's just there. It's just the text, but it's they're They're treating it as if they're having a conversation and it's the weirdest shit ever. And they don't show it either. Like there's characters who are main characters who talk, but they never get screen time. They just show their portrait. And when they're talking, they just oh, point towards a yeah, window no, or something. I know what you mean, because uh, when you're talking to Jalal and Ultir, there's like a third person. I yeah, can't remember her Melty. name, but yeah, Melty, and she's just not there. Yeah, like she's physically not there, but her voice is. Yeah, and it's like I, it's it's the most frustrating thing ever because that's the shit where you're like, bruh, did y'all even have, try? Like you couldn't animate a single model, and it's like they didn't they they skimped out on shit like that that actually they skimped out animating people and voices that actually pushed the story forward but how many fucking boob shots and swimsuit shots did we get completely fully rendered like right before the mad the grand magic game start you get a scene where it's basically all the fairy tale girls in a pool pre-rendered and it's just showing off all of their tits and it's doing the look at every, look how big everyone's tits are LMAO Levy and Wendy are flat bit again and it's like come on like what's the you legit have to have seen the anime to understand what the fuck is going on in this game if you Damn. pick this game up 
or if you were wanting to pick this game up with the uh, with the purpose of getting in on the story, you are going to be more out of place than a fucking stick of deodorant at Smash Grand Finals. I swear to God, do not do that. If you just want to know the story, go watch the fucking show, go read the fucking manga if that's what you like, but do not pick up this game just for the sake of the story. That's number one. Number um, what's that? I have a thing about that. So one of the things that I've realized um, as well. So obviously, because when you go to Steam, you automatically get the digital version because right. there's no physical. So with the Steam, if you pre-ordered it, you would get the digital deluxe edition, which came with uh, the Grand Magic game costumes for all the characters, right? Mm -hmm. You don't. There's no like option for that and that wasn't a pre-order bonus for physical copies right um so it's not like a it's not like a oh pc's getting things that we don't because you can get them but they're locked behind and this could change like in a month but they're locked behind a digital deluxe version of the game which i was on switch and i was like oh well let me see if i can get those costumes because you can get the miss fairy tale urza costume for free but you have to buy the entire game again, along with the digital deluxe version of it, for $74 on the Switch eShop to have access to costumes that, in all honesty, by the end of the first arc, you should already have. Yeah. You're paying for content that you should already have. Like... That you're paying for content that you should be able to unlock. Now, I don't know if... I don't know. Can you unlock that costume after the Grand Magic games are over? Or have you not gotten past the Grand Magic no, games? No, I'm in Tartars. Um, so, the only person who gets a straight-up, like, Grand Magic games version of their costume is Juvia. Everyone else, everyone else, you get shit like an alternate color of their original uniform in a swimsuit. Yeah, so I've I've unlocked Natsu's alternate color, which is just Guy Fieri's yeah. anime wet dream. Yeah. Um <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but like that's kind of dumb because like honestly, one of the cool things about the different arcs was that their characters typically their costume typically changed. And that was another thing uh that we were going on about with uh them skipping over things so while they're at the beach right before they go to the celestial world virgo literally says you have to wear these clothes otherwise you won't be able to go to the celestial world and they don't change and they don't change at all and i was like it's a it's a palette swap really it is, is literally changing blue it's changing the colors to blue and gold on everybody and i was like that's it you couldn't even do that and so like there's like it was small nitpicks like and it's it's the funny thing is it's all small things that are just palette swap i'm not asking for like or is it i have um the uh the samurai armor yeah which is like her strongest armor where she's just wearing pants and a bandage well the reason you don't get those because uh as because my urza is like level 45 as you get new moves you get the armor with it but like that that's not technically her like everyday costume right you do get a samurai uh you do get a samurai costume for urza though that is black and white 
uh, a along with our swimsuit. But like those, you don't really get. But everyone else, yeah, exactly. You you you. It's literally either a palette swap or like something so simple it should have been in the game in the first place. Like my thing was would have been cool from jump. Um, you get back to fairy tale, and right when you unlock Lucy's uh, room again, you should have gotten everybody's original day one costume that should have been a thing i'm just like oh remember these and it's like you've unlocked natsu's original costume lucy's original costume gray's original costume granted urza stays the same but like i don't know i feel like that would have been cool i guess that's, that that's just a personal opinion because i i love games where you can customize stuff like that but i don't know like I'm, I'm having fun, but like I said, it's I'm playing it very sparingly because I'm playing it in between playing something else. But you, you, you bring up a point that um, I've kind of been thinking for a couple of days now, and I'm like, am I enjoying this game because I enjoy Fairy Tale, or am I enjoying the game because the game's enjoyable? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm enjoying it because it's Fairy Tale. Yeah. 100% like I'll, I'll keep um, it a stack because I was stupid excited when they they're coming out like fairy tales getting a video game and it's gonna be for switch and ps4 and I was like damn sure does suck to be an xbox player but I was like that's awesome I've been wanting a fairy tale game for ever yeah I think it would be great like I was thinking this is gonna be like a dynasty warriors um like a he, warriors game and you know I'm so glad it wasn't but after playing it it actually might have done better as a dynasty warriors game like i feel like it would have been better like okay so when you're fighting um like the dark guilds um and i say that with air quotes because they're just the same models unless they're in an important character right um and they occupy there's like three of them that occupy one space um how hard would it have been to like <sighs> All of my nitpicks are palette swaps. <laughs> like, like the enemies variants are kind of lackluster because one of the first areas you unlock is like the forest, and you get like the green bird, um, like the beast man, and the siren, which is actually not a siren; it's a naga because it's a snake, not a fish. Um, and then you get to the plains, where I think you get. Uh, some rock golem looking things. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you, bro. I'm about five, five or six areas unlocked. I've seen about five types of enemies. That's what I was expecting because, like, in another forest area, you unlocked a different beast that looked exactly like the beast in the forest, except it had a palette swap and it was all green. And I don't know about you, that beast looked exactly like Elfman's beast form. And I legitimately thought, like, oh, shit, that's Elfman. Like, oh, we're going to have, like, a fucking thing in the forest with Elfman. No, it's just a beast. Oh, I was like, when they introduced the wolves, they're like, oh, fuck it. Put wolves everywhere. Every, every You in the mountains? Wolves. Wolves. You, you go into fucking uh, Cork, uh, Corona or Corcoro, whatever it's called, or Corcoros? Wolves. They go to Tenro Island? Wolves. Like, wolves everywhere. And it was like, bro, like... <sighs> like, okay, I know... In fairy tale, you don't really see them fighting creatures all that often, because typically they're fighting people, and they're fighting other mages. But like, 
obviously you don't have like this big encyclopedia of creatures you can pull from like say pokemon or persona or persona or like you know a digimon sense where there's just like monsters make the area but like effort effort is like the thing that would have made this game i would totally be fine with this if like yeah the price was dropped because i was still kind of like after playing as much as i have and i was like 60 bucks for this it's kind of hurting um especially for the switch version especially for the switch version like honestly that like out the box i was in the town and it just chugged and then it like caught itself and then it was fine. And then I was dock. I put it on the dock, and it chugged to like catch up to the dock. And then it was fine. Um, I've mostly been playing it handheld. Um, the 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 frame drop is very sparingly now. I very. I, I haven't add. gotten. I haven't gotten a, a loading loop, but I have gotten a five minute load screen. I, I would also like to add that, like for me, I am somebody where like games that have a ton of shit going on tend to make my head hurt the fr- like how choppy and disorienting it is to watch this screen for long periods of time with like and i say long periods of time it only takes like an hour like of all the different frame rate changes actually does put so much strain on my eyes that it starts to like give me a fucking headache like this like it, it sucks to say especially like after seeing especially my girlfriend play it and have just the time of her life but the reality of this situation is this game is a cash grab they were like yeah. oh people like fairy tale we'll give them fairy tale like it's a it's this is not a 60 dollars game they sold it for 60 dollars, and then you gotta buy it again just to get shit that you should have gotten for free there was like they did not put a ton of effort into this game as good as the combat system is, and again, I'm going to give it props. The, pro- the combat system is very good, but at the same time, you can't even use half the characters you want to use. You know, and it's just. If I had to give this game a one out of ten, it would probably get a four for me. Uh, you're, I'm a little bit nicer. I'll give it a five. So I'm having a little bit of fun with it. And like again like i i am a fairy tale fan i have seen all of fairy tale i have seen the entire anime just not the movies i have seen you know i have a fairy tale decal on my car i had plans of getting a fairy tale uh tattoo i am man enough to admit that i've done the five knuckle shuffle to many a fairy tale women i love this <laughs> show but one thing that I'm not going to sit here and say is that I am not going to let my love and appreciation for this series blind me to the fact that I bought a $60 dud. Yeah. And I... And it didn't have to be this way. Like, so many things that's wrong with this game so easily could have been fixed. And... And I, I think the thing that really made me upset was that this game got pushed back. This game got yeah, pushed it, back for months. And you would think that if you had that much time to go back and refine things, shit like 20 FPS menus shouldn't be a thing. 
because I genuinely day one was contemplating returning my copy and using the money to get the PC version. And then I looked on Steam and a lot of people were actually having issues with the PC version just black screening and crashing on them. And I'm not getting the PS4 version. That is what I will not do. But um, but yeah, man, I just man, this this game just did not live up to my expectations. And at first I was like, did I just have uh expectations that were a little too big for this game? But no, no but no. Th this was a like, do you know how hard it is to fuck up? a turn-based JRPG where the whole stuff... And, and here's my thing, right? I don't even think you needed to stick to the canon story. I well, that was another thing. They they advertise that there's like an original story after the main game. Yeah, and it's like... Can I even get through the main yeah, game? Yeah, can I even get through the main game? If, the, if you have an original story, what was the fucking point? of putting the canon story in there. It would have been so much cooler if you had just gave us a canon story from the jump, something like, okay, Fate Extella Link, for example, right? It it goes off of several different series in the Fate Stay Night uh, series, and you get, to, you get to use tons of characters from all over those series, and it doesn't spoil a single thing from the anime. Granted, I think it works because that anime is just like different universes. I mean, time. that's very true, but let's keep it a stack. Fairy tale, for the most part, all they had to do was make a story that took place after the fact, after the story. And you would they have had everybody, talk. you would have had everybody at your disposal to say, hey, here's a, here's like a global threat. All the guilds have to come together. You could pick whoever you want to pick, level them up, use their abilities. It would have been that yeah. simple. Everybody would have had their final forms. So now at this point, you don't have to have people have to need to watch 146 episodes of fairy tale just to understand the first 15 minutes of the game. Yeah. I just, I, I really do think this would have worked better as a dynasty warriors type game, as much as I hate dynasty warriors games, but I tend to like dynasty warriors games that are modeled after franchises. I enjoy Plus, fairy tale kind of as a show is just them like one v one hundreding people, so it would have yeah. been very on flavor. But um, but yeah, man, I I'm, I'm very disappointed in this game. This was actually one of my most anticipated games for a very long time, ever since it got announced. And um, I'm uh. I'm going to play it. I'm going to try. I'm, I'm not going to dedicate my time to it, but I'm going to play it and I'm going to stick it out and see if I can't get through the second arc to see whatever this original story is. But uh, as of right now, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm giving it a four out of ten. Uh, if you're if you're looking to pick this up for the story, uh, don't. Uh, if you're just looking for a turn based JRPG on the switch, or anywhere else with a good story, there are plenty of other options. If you got a PS4, go play Persona 5 Royal. If you got a Switch, uh, go play uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. If you got a PC, go play Octopath Traveler. There, there's a ton. There are tons of other options. If you are looking for this to, uh, you know, cash in on your love of fairy tale, do it at your own risk. 
But if you are going to do it, give it about two months. And I guarantee you, you'll be able to find this game brand new for about 30 bucks. There are so many other anime games that you can play that stick to the realm of possibility that is their own series. Yeah, like Fate Extella Link really is like one of my favorite anime games of all time because it like it actually captured how hype fights are in Fate Stay Night. And yeah. like um, Fairy Tale, it just didn't do it for me. Like in Fairy Tale, you had so much cut out for you. Like Fairy Tale has so many interesting characters. But the fact that they just kind of handcuff you to the same five for about 20 hours is just man. Like yeah. it, it's oh man. It's wasted potential. Yeah. Yeah. I like I said, I'm and, and who knows? We could be saying this today and you know, a month from now they could drop stupid amounts of dlc and uh, i will gladly review it then i just don't see it happening i see this very much like all right they took their you know they got their bag and they're uh dipping out that is exactly what it is uh at this point uh there's really no other game i'm excited for in 2020 honestly uh honestly what are you fairy- talking about horizon zero dawn comes out in three days I mean, I guess, but like RPG wise, like aside from maybe cyberpunk, like I, I like, I'm excited for cyberpunk, but I have a super, super close place in my heart for turn-based RPGs and two turn-based RPGs. I was very excited for to drop this year, both kick me in the dick. And that was persona four golden and uh fairy tale. And I, I don't know. Like I just, just Man. be glad that you got Persona 5 Royal and uh, Final Fantasy. I mean, yeah, I guess in retrospect, like, you know, those were great. But at the same time, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired of half-baked. I'm tired of paying full price for half-baked games. And I'm tired yeah. of paying for games that don't work. And I agree. I, I, I don't know. Like, I... Like I said, I love Fairy Tale, but this ain't it, Chief. And I love Persona, but come the fuck on, man. Fix your game, Atlas. Like, like you know what's wrong with it. But anyways, y'all, um, I think we, uh, I think we've said about everything we need to say about this game. Uh, if, if we keep playing and shit gets better, we'll come back and we'll talk about it. But as for right now. I think go I'm, play Dragon go play Dragon Quest 11. You really are not you you are really the champion of that game, aren't you? Like It's so much fun. Play should, Dragon Quest, play Dragon Quest Builders. Um if you like Minecraft and you like Dragon Quest, boom. Um play Dragon Quest 11 on the Switch. Um I think it's the definitive version of it personally. Um I know the PC port or the PC version of it is getting the uh the definitive version of it i know the consoles are getting the definitive version i don't remember if they got it already or they're about to get it but get it on the switch you can take it anywhere you can save the realm while you're pooping um uh p5 for the p5 for the switch localized scramble that's already um, happening i know but give me a date <laughs> 
Um, put No More Heroes one and two on the Switch. Uh, apparently, it's getting a it's got a rating in is, Taiwan. Wait, wait, whoa! Is Travis? What is Travis Strikes Back? Yeah, it's on the. That's Travis Strikes. That's No More Heroes, but that's it's not. It's not No More Heroes. It's what? like a, it's a side scroller. It's not oh. the same. But like, um, uh, drink water. We're all plants with complicated emotions. Uh, talk to your loved ones. And stop touching niggas with your hands. Stop touching niggas with your hands. Don't open up schools. We're not ready for that. Um, please vote in November to get this orange Cheeto dust hair looking motherfucker out of the office. And <sighs> yeah, that's it. That's my soapbox. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh... Oh, uh, well, before we get out of here, I got something to say. Hey, Sega, uh, you got two games that both came out in 2012 that you ported to PC, and both of them were shite uh, releases. Why don't you get on that? But anyways, um, we'll catch you guys. New Genesis, New Genesis for Steam. Um, hot damn! It's <laughs> crunk meme. It's all coming together. <laughs> but uh, that's it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed what you heard and you like the conversation, and you want to keep it going, and make sure you're tuned in for the next one. Make sure you go ahead and leave us a like and a follow. Subscribe to us everywhere it's available. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or anywhere that podcasts are distributed. We are the in-game grind podcast. We drop every Wednesday, three to five, between three and five PM central every week. And if we do miss a week, we try to make it up as soon as possible. But until the next one, we will catch you guys later. See ya. <laughs>